Welcome back once more to Talking Point, last segment of the program and also a very important part of the program because many of you, alhamdulillah, you'll be going on that journey of a lifetime, journey to Hajj. And this evening joining us once more, Sheikh Ibrahim Abram. Sheikh, assalamu alaikum to you. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Again... You know, you hear the messages on the radio, people going. You can just imagine now those who are fortunate enough to be going, um, the excitement that they're in. And uh, I don't think they get much sleep now lately. <laughs> Many is greeting and leaving in August. May I Allah mean, this month. Exactly. Allahu Akbar. Yes, Allah. 25th, the first lot is leaving the Jamaica. Allahu Akbar. Allah. Yeah, Allah. They must take Allah. I wasn't here last week, Sheikh, so normally, and uh, this is Rashida. Please co-hosting with us uh, this evening and um, just as always I, I would ask a bit of a refresher where we ended off last week over to you, over to you Sheikh Shukran Jazakallah Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim Alhamdulillahi Wahda wa salatu wa salamu ala malla nabiya ba'd Rabbi sharah li sadri wa yasir li amri wa ahlul uddatan min lisani yafqahu kawli Allahumma alimna bima yanfa'una wa anfa'ana bima alamtana urzukna alman yada aljalali wal ikram Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, last week the Jamil, uh, we were looking at what we call Ayyamu Tashariq, the last days of the Hajj, day number 11, number 12, and number 13. We were specifically dealt on the issue of the pelting of that morning, on, the, on, on those mornings, on, on, on the major issue of that day, as we said, is was pelting. But we said, according to Allah in the Holy Quran, it's all about connecting with Allah. That sense of that intimacy with Allah. There we looked at the issue called introspection and resolution. Now those two things, the pelting of Jamarat and the dhikr collectively needs to go around the issue of introspection and resolutions. And we then went to the issue that the pelting of Jamarat is the recognition that you and I, man, understand that shaitan is our inevitable enemy continuously until Yawm Al-Qiyamah. Don't think that you've performed the Hajj that you are immune from him. No, now he multiplies his army 10 to 100 times more on you and me. And he will do everything now to see that he breaks it down. And that he now takes us to the process. We then brought to the student, the, the, our people, the reminder of that hadith that the Nabi says, how will I know with my hajj is accepted? And we showed that the Nabi indicated to the person, nobody else will know that but yourself, via the way you live when you return compared to the way that you've lived prior to then. We then went to the process of the three days. And why is it three days? We looked at the process called the resolutions. And we said the resolutions is actually Doing now, realizing who I am during those three days, and what do I put upon myself as a command, as an order, as a force that I will live by, that I return so that I can return when I come get back to my Lord, Yawm Al Qiyamah, that I can know I've come to realize the gift of the Hajj is having to realize that I need to become a better human being in every sphere, every aspect, in every corner, yet every fade and every uh, whatever degree of uh, the least of degrees that there is in aspects of my life, if the three hundred, if my life consists of three hundred and sixty degrees, then every millimeter of a degree I must see that I strive to improve improve the qualities of my life. Yeah. May Allah grant us of those Amen. people, inshallah, and of Amen. all, may Allah grant the Pujaj Haj Magbuna Mabru. We then went and we ended off last week's program on how Allah tells us that the going or staying over in Mina for the third days, 
the third day is a sense where Allah says, Limani taqwa, for those who wish to acquire excessive taqwa. Meaning, now that you go home after your hajj, you will recognize that shaitan has got an army with a million more to be able to see the fact that you've been created this, you've been receiving this great gift of forgiveness, which is what I've been working for my total life. And Allah's given to you in split seconds. Allah just given it to you as a free gift, forgiven all your sins. And my whole life I was working to corrupt, to destroy, to give you all the evil, the evils, the corruption, the destruction, the negativity. I've exposed you to everything. I've opened every part of, of this world to be able to expose you to whatever is destruction. And you then went to for a moment in the presence of Allah And that day Allah forgave you everything He does everything to be able to get you back So Allah says If you want to have the necessary taqwa to deal with him when you return That third day is the day that you need to stay on on Mina So yes may Allah grant our hujaj The process of them understanding what they have And how can they make their hajj Valuable for themselves And that then can actually be a benefit for the individual But also for everybody else That they deal with when they return May Allah grant them Hajj Makbul and Maburur Amin, Amin to that Sheikh Well our guest here Sheikh Ibrahim Abrams The program is Journey to Hajj Back with you just after this The Voice of the King The Voice Well, we continue the journey to Hajj, Sheikh Ibrahim Abram. Sheikh, once more with you, sir. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. But as Jamil, we now go to the to the process that comes to an end. We come to the third day, and after having to do the pelting of the Jamarat on the third day, the day that Allah recommends for us to be able to stay over, and Allah encourages to us, and Allah suggests Allah is going to give us excessive taqwa to be able to go back home with. That day, it's the day of return. Now. Um, sorry for this one Most of the people leave on the second day mm-hmm. And uh, just a reminder that I'd love to give all our hujaj If you don't mm-hmm. mind It is a choose of your own self Whether you want to stay or not Now 99.99999% Of the agents don't stay over The agents they still don't stay over If you want to stay over It's you making the decision by yourself You've got nothing to lose You've got everything to gain no, no, no. You've got more to lose than what you have to gain. Right? What I mean, there is that moment when Allah says, I'm going to give those people who stays over the third day excess of taqwa. If, you, if you've got to lose, you've got to lose all that that there is to the benefit of you. So this is what we have, right? And what you have to gain if you stay, you've got to gain all that that you can with that you could have lost. And the loss is greater than the, the gain. Tajamil. So, now that day is the day of return. A person, all that happens in the return is, now if you stayed over for the, if you, if you stayed over for two days, Jamil, your return is a very uncomfortable return back to Makkah. It's a congestive, um, in, in, in fumes, in a bus or a truck or a, uh, whatever. It's very, very, very congested. And everybody, every, from every angle towards Makkah is a total bot- bottleneck. And you take approximately five to seven to eight to 13 hours from Mina to Makkah that day. 
right? And it's very, very uncomfortable. And the bus takes from down the road, and you see the road. And Miss probably you sit in this road for one hour. You see the same building in front of you, and then you must probably see the other building after that. The hour only after that, and you'll be looking at that building for the next hour only. And and it's so it carries on. This so the journey is tedious. Uncomfortable, very, very destructive to the physical body and to the psychological self. The, the, the trip on the third day, the trip on the third day, when you go to the Jamarat, you, th- you pelt the Jamarat, there's almost nobody. You go right up to the wall, you, take your, 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 you can see every pebble of your t- touching the Jamarat, and you say, Bismillahi Allahu Akbar. And also, our Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has indicated you can start to do it already after Zawan. I mean, sorry, after Ishraq. Already from after Ishraq, you can start to pelt a Jamarat. Which means after Ishraq, the morning. You can start. So the other days, the recommendations from after, after Zawal, midday. This one is from after the morning zawa, from after Ishraq, the morning after Fajr. Right? And there's not that frenzy. And there's absolute freedom. You can walk up to the t- total freedom. That's nothing that you mean. When you get off and you're finished now with all three, there's buses, there's cars, there's taxis, and you can get in it with ease in the next quarter of an hour you're in Makkah. You can be, with ease you can get into Makkah, right? Whereas the day before people was getting, you can actually get sick on that bus. And we've seen people got getting sick and the pressure and, and the fumes and the, and the, because I mean, everywhere the cars and the buses and the buses are running, uh, uh, the, the fumes is running all the time. And, and, and you're in this congestion and you see the movement is very, very slow. And so you get in on that day. My issue of saying to the people simply that, yeah, you got an, Opportunity to stay over where it's going to be so much more easier. One day, just one day, and you've got absolutely nothing to do. Now, if you don't have reason to go, that's what Allah says. Then stay over the third Mm. day. But if you have reason to go, that is serious. Mm. Then Allah can understand. Allah says, "No sin upon you. Don't worry." But then, if you don't have a reason to go, why are you going to go to Makkah? Why are you going to be there to do what? For what are you doing there? Absolutely nothing, right? So, because if you go to Makkah, the Haram of Makkah is full. If the people is, if the people is not performing Tawaful Ifada, they're performing Tawaful Wida. So this is compact all the time, and for the next few days, they will be compact. So you staying over in Mina is going to satisfy you, going to grant you so much more benefits that you benefit from Mina, the stay in Mina, that extra time that you go there. And that extra time, as we said, helps you to be able to look at your personal self, part of your introspection, part of giving, putting quality into you, and also part of you speaking to Allah and being of Him and asking Him to guide you along so that you can come become successful in the understanding of what is that role that you're going to play with yourself to be able to see how do you strengthen yourself against this army, this enemy of yours, which is a common enemy, which is vowed to Allah, I promise you, my Lord, I'm going to get them in every angle of their knife, and I'm going to disturb them, and I'm going to corrupt them. Subhanak And you and I, we cannot wish that over. You can make all your du'as. You cannot wish him to go away. He will be there in front of you. All your du'as is going to be zero in the sight of Allah. Your commitment to Allah, your resolutions that you've taken at this moment. May Allah open that khayr and barakah for our hujaj. And of all, as we say, we wish for our hujaj nothing less but hajj mabrur and mabrur. May Allah grant him, inshaAllah.
So when the person is now back in Makkah, what is it that we are supposed to do? What are we supposed to live our life with? The Jamil, the only issue is now psychologically, everybody has completed the ibadah. Mentally, psychologically, uh, your, your, your emotions tells you, you think about home. Mm. Now prior to then, it was psychologically your commitment to Allah. I, am, am, I'm gonna, is, am I doing what I'm supposed to do? Is my hajj makbul mabrur? This is my worry. Is my worry is my concern. That is if you're on that level. Mm. If, you, if you've worked towards that. So that, that psychology, that takes over the mindset. But the moment you're back in Makkah, now she's going to wonder how it's going to be. How is it going to be? I wonder what's going to be. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I said to you. I'm going to die and die to die. Now you think of all the things that the mindset goes back home now. So the whole being now turns towards... They return back to home, to home, where you, where you, and, and whatever happens at home. But probably even you can make a phone call, you'll be making phone calls on this, that, and the other. But that is how the emotion will be. The person should become aware of the fact, I have just completed this hajj and I'm still in the Holy Land. I'm still in the Holy Land. I'm still at Makkah. I still have the opportunity. My salah, one salah in the harm of Makkah is still a hundred thousand times more than all my salah everywhere else. So I mustn't now go and say, okay, no, kikis, no, sikhaj kla, no, kanak mabrai salani. Of no, kanak ma anahutis duni. Of my waist mate in any souk, nafakhitek in fani harami. If you get the opportunity to go amongst the millions to do a tawaf, then go with it. I remember you will never, ever, ever, anywhere, anywhere in this world get the opportunity to make a tawaf. Never. Unless Allah grants it to you again. But no way where you find yourself, even if you want to try to make a million tawafs, you will never be able to get one. Because mm-hmm. a tawaf can only be made in the haram of Makkah, in Makkah, when Allah grants you the hajj of the umrah. So if it's not being granted for you yet, and here you have the opportunity, you finish with your ibadah, do not go back onto your laurels. I said, your mindset is at home. We understand that. It is norm to everybody. Nobody's exempted there. We find our Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam after the hajj has been completed did not stay long in Makkah. It was two days after the, the Nabi have completed the, 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 the they say the, 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 the 13th day is the day of the last day when the Nabi entered back to Makkah. It's recommended, they said either the 14th Nabi left or the 15th Nabi left from Makkah. Which means the Nabi has shown the nature of man is to return back home. Allah. And in the capacity of the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his ibadah for hajj has come to an end, but his role as Nabi hasn't come to an end as yet. He has a role to play and there that, that takes from the side of Medina, so he needs to go there. So, subhanakallah, hawla wa quwwata illa billah, teaching you and me the norms, the natural things is, we need to go back home because now normal life needs to carry on. In other so, words... We are only human beings after all. Exactly. <laughs> we, don't, I, uh, we should identify that as a norm, mm. a common thing that our hearts is going to feel to go there. But we should also be aware of the fact that where we are and make use of where we are maximum till the last minute. Allah Akbar. I guess you with us, Sheikh Ibrahim Abrams. And while Sheikh was talking, I remember last visit to the Haram and you stand outside and you look at it and you say, and even talking about staying over for the third day at Mina, I, I said to you the last time, Sheikh, we at night time used to go and wander at the Jamarat and as, as friends, a couple of friends, yes. and we would discuss yes. what took place there. Allah. I often said to them, just imagine we are actually, even on Arafah, we're actually walking. 
perhaps in the footsteps of the oh, Nabi and the Sahaba, there and here as well. Allah this is where they trod. Allah Akbar. Walking. Allah Akbar. Akbar. Back with you after this. Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape. 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 Well, we continue with our journey to Hajj with Sheikh Ibrahim Abrams, and I think Sheikh taking us through some very, very vital. And I'm, uh, I'm just assuming a uh, uh, Rashida that knows going on Hajj. And there's no glue on the radio there. Certainly, absolutely. I mean, it's a journey. You've got to prepare yourself very well for it. Oh, yeah. Especially if you're the first time going. Yeah. Yeah. May Allah grant khair and barakah. Amen. 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 Sheikh, over to you, Sheikh. The Jamil, we, 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 we now come to the other aspect. The people are, are back in Makkah, and we said that the people should be maximizing value. One of the things that happened with the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, when after his hajj has been performed, and he came back into Makkah, his wife Aisha radiallahu anha, she came to him, and she says to him, Ya Rasulullah, in, when we came into Makkah, I have been, I have had my khayd. And you people came in and you performed an umrah, which I did not get the honor of. Is it possible for me to get an Umrah prior to our departure so that I can also benefit? Now, this shows us the nature of man. We want to or should be maximizing value for when we are there, especially in Makkah. Now, Aisha's question is, you people had that. I didn't have that. So if I'm going to go back home, I'm going to miss out on that. Can I? So the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam then said to her, she must take her brother with her. But Nabi Abdullah. He must be able to go with her. He, Abdullah, must take her off to, to, to Tanaim. And from there, they must go into Ihram and come in for the Umrah from there. Now, I think if, if we listen to this, our Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and Allah not allowing this to happen only for the benefit of Aisha, but as a lesson for all of us, said, yeah, you and I instill in Makkah. This is the right time where you can maximize value. Where you now can actually put in quality of what there is in case you've missed out on anything. And here you have this opportunity, you maximize. Some of our people is going to stay there another week. Mm. Some of them another three days. Some of them another five days. When you get the opportunity, make value. Said Naisha's request to Nabi, I didn't get that. Can, we, uh, can I also obtain that? Nabi said to her, to, to her that her brother should take okay, her there. Okay. So here... The advice for all of our hujaj mm. to say to you, if you stay over in Makkah, if your return is not to leave Makkah immediately, then see that you make the value of the time that you are there valuable, like Sayyidina Aisha radiallahu anha said. So, what we've seen, the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sends him to the area called Tanaim. Now, by now, if I speak about Tanaim, the people that has been for Hajj will all know Tanaim. They... It's for Hajj and for Umrah, Tanaim is a no, becomes a known place to all of us. At Tanaim, there is a we say Tanaim is one of the miqats of the Haram of Makkah, and in that and at that miqat, which is the interior miqat of the Hajj part, not the, the where you come in for Haram for the first time, but if you're inside Makkah to go to that the barkens of the Haram, the 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 the, the, the sacred uh, place or the the uh, um, we say the reserve area. The, the Barkans of that, the, the borders of that, Tanaim is one of them. And so at 
Tanaim, there's a masjid today called, which was named, mentioned or called by the name of Sayyidatina Aisha radiallahu anha because this is where the Nabi sent her to. So the masjid is known as Masjid Aisha. So it's also healthy for our hujads to come to know and understand when we go to a place, what is the historical processes mm. of that place and what, what value is yes, it? And yeah. so how do they relate it to their, psych, to their psyche and see the big picture of what they are busy mm. with in the ibadah? So here they go to this masjid, we see it in Aisha. We didn't make dua for this mother of us. And the Nabi, Allah has called her a, her, a mother. Allah has called her one of our mothers. Allah has given them the honor to choose him to be one of our mothers. The mothers of the believers in Sayyidina Aisha radiallahu anha in her very young age became one of the mothers of the believers. The wife of the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So yes, she's one of those honorable, revered and respected mothers that we will all honor because Allah honors her and Allah gives her to the Nabi as a wife and we, by that, our Nabi has honored her and she becomes our mother. You like it or don't like it. The only people who will not like that as those people who hate Allah who hate this deen, who hate the Nabi, who hate his family, will say that she's not a mother, will be able to insult her may Allah protect that there is not people that's Muslim, true Muslims that hates her, because if a true Muslim hates her, he, the Nabi says the only way you can claim the love for me is your love for my Sahaba radiallahu anham and if you hate them for any merit, that hates of any of them is a hatred. You hate it's a true hatred for me. You really hate me, hate true hatred. I'm sorry for my expression, no, but the way I express it, as Jamil, I want to show you your hatred is so intense that you could hate Sayyidina Aisha radiallahu anha, no, whom the Nabi no. sallallahu alaihi wasallam loves so intensely, whom Allah Taala have selected and chosen amongst the millions to be your mother and mine. Ya Rabb, no. only. Only a true munafiq, a true kafir, would be able to hate somebody like that. Somebody who's not worthy of being a Muslim. May Allah protect the Muslim. The real Muslims, may Allah protect us that we never sunk that low to insult, to ridicule our own integrity, our own self, to be able to put us into the fire of Allah simply because we think we have the right to undermine that which Allah has given honor to. Ya Rabb. Allah mentions about the Hajj, وَمَيْ يُعَذِّمْ حُرُمَاتِ اللَّهِ Whosoever honors that which Allah honors, فَإِنَّهَا مِنْ تَقْوَى الْكُلُوبِ That's a clear sign of the taqwa in the hearts of those people. May Allah grant us to be of those Ameen. people, inshaAllah. Amin, amin, amin. And I'm mentioning this because, the Jamil, the unfortunate there is a sect amongst the people who's been fed the right to be able to come around with a kufr, with a corruption, with this destruction amongst the Muslims, and they claim that they are Muslim, but they are not. They are the people that fight Islam. They are the enemies of Allah. They are the enemies of this deen. They are the enemies of this Quran. They are the enemies of this Nabi. They are the enemies of this Sahaba radiallahu anhum. They are the enemies of, every, of everyone that's called a Muslim. Now, our people need to understand this. Tajamil, it, it, is, it is uncomfortable to know that these things are reality happens amongst us. And these people today are, are filtering in the, and amongst the Muslim ummah yes. like serpents, like, like, like germs move amongst us and we don't know where they are, we don't see them. They come and they just in, in, uh, intrude and they fester amongst us and we don't even know that they're around. They're so cunning, they will never, they will never admit who they are. But deep down in their hearts, if you are a Muslim, you'll come to see who they really are. But the only way these people could become so infested with filth, 
with filth and dirt is when they don't understand the true deen of Allah. They, they have turned their backs on Allah and on His Messenger. So Allah Ta'ala, so they become blind of the truth. Allah don't make anybody blind, but they become blind of the truth because they wanted to choose something other than Allah. Mm-hmm. And then unfortunately, this is what happens. Yeah. My point is to be able to mention the fact that Sayyidatina Aisha radiallahu anha is this wonderful woman. And Allah Ta'ala grants us to be able to have in this hajj, of Sayyidatina Aisha to see that even through her advice that is given or her request that's been given as a means of saying to us we need to be able to make use of this opportunity mm-hmm. to maximize as long as we are there you've been there for quite a few months almost a few weeks mm-hmm. you've maximized to build it up when you came there up to the moment of the Hajj itself but that is not the end. You just also be able to make value of that. And Allah Ta'ala chooses of Allah Sahaba radiallahum anhum, the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sahaba radiallahu anhum, to be able to be the people that guides us furthermore with their requests and with their questions. And takia Allah Ta'ala has granted this with Aisha radiallahu anhum. But we could also understand it could easily happen to one of our women. Yeah. In fact, I don't want to disturb you, Shia, but while you were talking, I get this idea. We are all created by Allah. Allah created me as male, you as female. Mm. But you go through something on a monthly basis. Must you now lose out when we are on Hajj because you were born a woman? And yeah, the, the, this is the message I get it's here. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. I, I was wanted to come and show this and you just took from that from me. That Allah tells us it could, it could happen to any woman. That she could find herself in a situation where she could not benefit at the beginning, and then when it's some other time she could make use of that benefit, that opportunity, right? And and Subhanak la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. And as I said, we've seen so many things happens in this Hajj, like for instance, the very lesson that happens in Safa and Marwa, the the, the walking between Safa and Marwa is a woman. As Allah wants to say to us, all the males and all your power and all your status and all your position. It's a woman that Allah has given the honor to, to be there. And all of you, male or females, yeah. there is what you need to do because the lesson is for what a woman has done. And Allah wanted to say to us, I will give you gifts, and but it's depending on your commitment and your effort and your sweat and dedication. Like say, that in Hajra, which is a woman, and if you as a man or anybody else can do that, what a woman is doing, then fortunately we will be giving to you like we've given to her. Subhanak ya Rabb. May Allah grant us to be of those situations where we Amen. see the beauty and the wonder that lies within Hajj for us. Right? The Jamil, uh, we then come to the final aspect that there is for Hajj. Now, between, between the moment of having to re- arrive back from your Hajj, from the ibadah of Arafah, Mina, Muzdalifah, and all those things, and you've been back to Makkah, you've performed your tawaful, wida, your tawaful ifada, and you come back into Makkah, you... you the Jamil, we said to you the recommendation to be able to see that you perform an Umrah or more or whatever forms of good that you probably can do whilst you're still in the city of Makkah. The only major thing that lies ahead of you of the Hajj is to be able to perform Tawaful Wida. Tawaful Wida or Wada, as some mentions it, is the Tawaf of farewell, saying farewell, leaving. But that farewell is a sad farewell. Very sad. Usually it is not a very exciting as you have excitement to want to be in the haram, but you also feel you don't want to let loose, you don't want to let go. You feel you want to you if you can catch you keep attach yourself and glue yourself to it you wouldn't mind. But you also know that you have to leave 
you've got to actually go off there. And so that tawafud we there that is the issue that needs to that stands in front of us that we need to see that we actually go and uh, uh, perform. It's no different than all the other tawaf. It's exactly the same in tawaf, except for the intention is to make to make the tawafud wida wherein you beg of Allah Taala in your ibadah, whether you make around the Kaaba when you tawaf, beg of Him to accept you, and say to Him, My Lord, don't let me leave here. As a person that's mm. unsuccessful, grant me success for this purpose that you've brought me here, my Lord. Grant me to become successful. Let me not leave here unsuccessful. I beg you, and and you must almost feel that uh, as if you want to say to Allah, I'm not going to leave here unless you give me that, and I'm going to stay. And, and like you, you see a little kid who says to who stamp, goes and he stamps his feet, who goes into it, into 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 creating a performance in front of you as a child, saying, "But I want this, Daddy. I want this," and he cries and performs. Allah tell us, and this is what Allah has indicated to us: that sense of showing Allah your calling for begging Allah, please, my Lord. The most of it all, let me be successful in having to be receiving. A hajj makbul and mabrur, meaning that up to that moment you still have the request of not saying I my hajj is accepted, mm-hmm. and you're not letting yourself believe that my hajj is being accepted. But you said to yourself, if I am amongst those people that amongst many that has gone for hajj, and some of them did not accept the real processes of the hajj makbul and mabrur, then I'm going to beg and plea, but I'm also going to commit my mind and my heart and my soul to the fact that oh my Lord, if it is for my weaknesses that I have, I ask you and I beg you, if for that matter, you, for, I believe for forgiving of my sin, you did forgive me on Arafat. I don't have a doubt with that. But if anything else in my ibadah has been a weakness of oh Allah, and I did not get myself focused properly, then yeah, at this moment, I beg you, I plea, I scream, I call, I cry, I, 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 I my Lord, I'm begging. I'm asking, please, don't let me go unsuccessful. Don't let me go unsuccessful. Let me grant, be granted this gift of Hajj Makbul and Mabrur. And oh Allah, let me go and live as I should be living. That success may be able to affect me in my totality. Oh Allah, let me not walk here in with haughtiness, with arrogance. And don't let me walk out of here as if it's just a visit. Let me feel the sense. Now, if you are, if you've built yourself up prior to the Hajj, to be able to keep your links strong at that Kaaba, mm. at that Baytullah. By the time you've performed your Hajj, you don't feel fully satisfied. When you come to this moment, you almost feel, Ula, Ya Allah, I, I'm looking at myself, must probably I'm the one that did not get it all. Must probably I lacked, must probably there were so many weaknesses, must probably there were so many shortcomings. And, and you almost want to feel, if, oh Allah, I don't want to go home. And even if you don't, you feel like that, unless I know. And, and, and you carry on and you cry and you plea and you call until you come to your moment where you actually complete your tawaf. And when it comes to the end, you go to perform that two rakats behind Maqam Ibrahim. In that salah, you cry like a baby, you plea. In that sujood, you speak to Allah, you plea and you beg of Him, My Lord, let your satisfaction come upon me of the fact that I'm returning and grant me one gift. If all that it is, one gift only that I get the opportunity to come and come to this place more than often, Ya Rabbi. Grant me this to visit this place and grant me more than often that I come here. Ya Rabbi, may Allah grant khairun barakat. Amin, amin. And I'm, I'm assuming, Sheikh, at that moment, you've been now in the kingdom for a while. Yes. And all of a sudden it goes through your mind. There were, there were some days 
when I was laid back. Yes. Now it hits me between the eyes, I and here I'm greeting the couple, I'm departing. And then you actually feel sorry. Yeah, Allah Akbar. Did you mean, just, just, just before you go, mm. if you probably can drink your last bit of Zam Zam, drink as much as you can. <laughs> when I say last bit, you will not be drinking Zam Zam again, again in the Haram. Yes. Because remember, Zam Zam is to be found in the Haram. In the Haram. So, it, will it be the very same Zam Zam and the quality of the Zam Zam when it leaves its Haram? We do not know. No. But what we for sure know that if you drink it in the haram, it's in its pure state. Pure, pure. Especially when you go for the um, the side there. Allahu Akbar. When you have those steps there, Allahu Akbar. Ya you have to queue sometimes. Allahu push Akbar. Your cup above the other guys <laughs> for my cup. You want to drink it there? Allahu Akbar. Ya Back with Journey to Hajj after this. Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape. 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 Well, we continue with the journey to Hajj with Sheikh Ibrahim Abrams because <laughs> even live on air we we talking and off air we also talking about Hajj. Allah. Ya Allah Akbar. Those have been on the journey. Allah Akbar. You can never ever forget it, Sheikh. Um, and when you go and visit Khujaj, you know, like we will be doing very, very shortly again, uh, you go there and you actually wish you could carry the bags with you. Go Akbar. back again, Allahu Akbar. Shaykh, over to you. With the Jamil, if, uh, we were busy at Tawaf, tawaf al mm. we, We've said to the person, what is that Tawaf and in, in its context, what does it consist of? Now, in Tawaf al-Wuda, I would recommend from our people that if they can make those, uh, uh, the, 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 um, the al-kaat that there is in the booklet, make that once or twice or thrice as you're going around, but speak to Allah. And if you probably can understand what you're saying in your Arabic, say that in your English from your own heart and speak to Allah and interact and make it a connection, a, a, a true connection, so that you can actually feel what you're doing, right? And, and feel that you... And make your mind reply again, what am I going to do now? And then when you get in that to Tawaf, build that processes with yourself, it, it, with your Lord, so much so. Right? So, um, as we said, that the aim and objective is asking Allah Ta'ala to grant first and foremost that I've been accepted for whatever I've been brought for here, or Allah Ta'ala, which is obviously Hajj Magbul Mabrur. And we hope Allah Ta'ala grant all the Hujjaj that Hajj Magbul But no people. Um, again, as if I'm speaking to the to the people out there who, for that matter, has not been for Hajj yet, I was just want to let them understand that which I say with my tongue means nothing if you don't have that in your heart. Which means that what we say here with our tongue, we want you not to listen to us to say, "Okay, mm. It's not what you say. Allah says to us in the when, when Allah teaches us to make du'a, Allah says to us, "You will not if you make that du'as." I'm not going to give you the answer. It's, I'm only going to give it to those people who works on the understanding and uh, implement that which they've said when they, with their tongues in their hearts and in their lives. Right? So we're asking you, 
be aware of the fact that you go there with that intention. We're sharing with you with the info. You take the info to not to speak to Allah about that, but to speak and to see that that becomes really from your heart so that Allah grants you this opportunity. Mm-hmm. People, everybody else, wherever you come from, and if you're from South Africa or from Cape Town, believe you me, nobody will make dua for you to that Allah may grant you health and success and this, that, and the other. They, of all the duas that they will be making for you, they'll be asking Allah, oh Allah grant al khujaj a hajj makbul and hajj mabrur. If they are sick, alhamdulillah, that's no problem. If they die, that's no problem. If they lose their money, that's no problem. If they get lost themselves, that's no problem. But don't let them come back without a hajj makbul and mabrur. I'm saying to this to the khujaj out there, and I'm saying this to the people that's going to make dua, so that they want us to understand that we don't want Anything more or less than Hajj Makbul is what the Khujaj is going for. Now, we're not saying this because we doubt that. We say this because it is a fact. The Nabi said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, there will come a time when many will go to Makkah. Many will attend Makkah, but few of them will obtain Hajj Makbul and Mabrur. Now, people, you can decide which one you want to be. And as I said, we wish for you as we wish for ourselves and for everybody that Allah grants them Hajj Makbul and Mabrur. But the reality is what is in the heart of the person. And you and I cannot say that. Nobody can say that from somebody else. May Allah grant khair and barakah for the judge. Then the second aspect of that we said, besides the fact that Allah may accept, we ask Allah to grant us to come back to this place here. Last but not least, we beg of Allah Ta'ala, oh Allah keep us safe on our journey to return. And grant us ease that we get back home mm-hmm. and that there must be success in the processes the way we've left our families. It must be even better. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. That our absenteeism and our du'as that we've made for our family, for our children, for our, those people we've left behind may be success, successfully be accepted and it must have been applied to the process mm-hmm. of them so they can become a better people. And when I return, oh Allah put words on my tongue. Oh Allah, I am a weak slave. I don't like to talk to people. But oh Allah, you've sent me on this journey and you've compelled me like your Nabi has said to me on Hajj. Let those people present here whom Allah has given the gift to come here, let them go back and let them carry this message. So Allah, you've given me this responsibility via your Prophet to be able to carry this message. I beg you, guide my heart, guide my tongue, guide my words, guide me in the ability to be able to pass over. Oh Allah, I am not skilled. I don't have the capacity. I didn't go for oratory lessons. I did, but allow my heart to be filled with whatever you've exposed me to, so that at that moment when I need to open my mouth, oh Allah, it comes out with your guidance. Mm. When Allah sent Fir'aun to, to, to I mean, Allah sent Nabi Musa to Fir'aun, He said to Allah these words: "Rabbi shrahli sadri." Oh Allah, broaden my chest for me. This load of me carrying over the message to Fir'aun is a heavy task, oh Allah. But make this heavy task easy. So yes, you are not used to being in public. You're not used to speaking to the millions. But Allah has now chosen you to be a hajj. And when you come back, the Nabi has said to you, you must carry this message. You don't have a degree of democracy, of right to say yes, but, and, and. The Nabi has said, you carry this message over. You pass over. All you need to do, like Musa, when Allah gave him the load, Rabbi Shrahli Sadri, Wayasid Li Amri. 
And then Nabi Musa said, Wahlul Lisani. Oh Allah, let my tongue become so fluent in speaking that it comes, that it rolls out. Take this, the, the blubbering and the, the stuttering away from my tongue. Yafqahu kawli, that when I speak and when I pass over the message, I speak from my heart. That it comes from through my tongue, they hear it, but it may touch not only their ears, but it touches their hearts that they have the feeling and the emotion of the message that, I, that you've exposed me to, my Lord. Ya Rabb. And you ask of Allah this. And you beg of Allah to grant you this. Remember, because you've, you've got a job, when you've been for Hajj, you can't come back and say, was a lekker Hajj, was a nice Hajj, as baie mense, oorals mense. Ons ken die, ons wie die, ons amal wie die. We know, we've seen what has happened on the, on the TV. Everybody knows that. But you've got a message that you need to pass over that Allah has granted you to be able to have been on this ibadah. And only you can beg of Allah to guide your heart and your tongue to that. Mm-hmm. And we ask you, use this opportunity because you're going home now. And you've got this job whether you like it or not, Right? Um, may Allah open the path. Grand Al Judge, Hajj Magbul and Mabrul. Amen to that. And uh, I wanted to add to that here. I'm going to only come my history and tell what other men have a to do Come with what you are commanded to do when you do come back. The Jamin was probably, I would like to make a statement here, right here for our people. Next week will be my last session, inshallah, on this program. This program is coming to end next week. So, inshallah. We, 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 in, in that one, we st- wish to be able to share with the people. And what you just said now is one of those things we'd like mm. to say. And allow me to say that at this moment to our Hujaj, because some of them is leaving before we actually next we come together. And I'd like to leave this message to them with them as well. By saying to them, when the, the Kiptonians usually return back from, 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 from Hajj, then you hear the Hujaj says, the Takaronis dundi, the Turka dundai. The Pakistanis Maksu, the, the, the Takaronis Maksu, you, they, they, they've got different names for different people out there. And, and, and they say, yeah, they, 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 which means we are busy speaking about others. Now that is common. That is very common. You know when you go to the building trade, the carpenters Maksu, the, the, the uh, bricklayers don't die. The plumbers mark die. The electricians do mark so. So you, it's, it's a natural thing that you speak of the things that you've seen that is not where you are in, so you speak about the others. But don't let us be of those when we see others, we be judgmental. Uh, it does not be when we see others that we be judgmental. Do you know what is the normal law of nature? The normal law of nature is what you do to others must be done to, to you. you. Allahu Akbar. Which means, what are we saying? Mm. The normal law of nature is somebody out there from the Takaronis, from the Pakistanis, from the, the, the Turka, from the, uh, you name it from where, or from the Arab, and from the, and from the, somebody says, the Kafis, mm. the Kafis, the Kafis. So, let us be aware of ourselves. Amen. We either impress on others, or we take over from their weakness and it touches onto us. Sheikh has got me worried now. <laughs> <laughs> the others from the other countries who go home, I'm now wondering, what's the hell of any kaifis? Precisely the jamin. What's the hell of any kaifis? The fact that we can so easily just say, the day, the day, the day. Don't forget, 
Don't be ignorant Don't be blind Or don't be deaf From the hearing That other people Will be saying Exactly what you're saying mm. They're seeing you They see how you Have acted They're speaking about you They're not telling lies You've acted And it wasn't for your action They wouldn't have said that So if you think You're going to speak about them Our Nabi said to us When we say something wrong Of somebody else Be easy to beg Allah For forgiveness for them And take our hearts And our minds Off the wrong and ask Allah to grant us to see the good within others To speak good about other people So that they can see the good in us That they don't see our faults and our errors People will not speak ill of us unless we love that We do that So don't feel uncomfortable when somebody says to you You do something wrong That person is not, he's not bad He's saying to you the truth To you in your face You must be man enough to accept the truth When he says to you in your face You'll be doing this No, they are not going to say it into your face You've spoken behind their back When you came back home To Mauje Fitna Van Alam To say But then she would have to say From South Africans Most probably they like shopping South Africans The Cape Tonians especially They like to shop I think that's what they're going to say Sorry for that one. No, no, but this is the reality. Of course. Uh, no, no. What, 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 what we're saying is here look at yourself. Become mm. absolute. This is what Hajj is all about. Becoming mm. aware of yourself. Mm. Your absolute self. Ya Rab. Jamil, I don't know how much time is left, so I would love to end off with some important message. No, certainly go ahead, Chef. I, I'm just checking now. Uh, we've got about, say, four minutes. Four Three, minutes. Four minutes. I would want to just end off the Jamil with the words of Allah in uh-huh. the Holy Quran. When Allah said to Nabi Ibrahim, Invite mankind to come and perform the Hajj. Allah says mankind will come using all the forms of vehicles that there is They will come from every area and corner of the world And then Allah says the reason why Or Allah mentioned more than one reason But this reason I want to mention for one There's more others There's a few more One more other that Allah mentioned But for this one is, is the one that I want to emphasize Allah says I want you to become cognizant Aware You recognize You see You take note You observe In everything around you My favor that I've bestowed upon you So Allah wants us to be able to look at the good favors of our Lord To see how powerful Allah has made us How rich we are How fortunate we are How much have we been granted? The Jamil, nobody can go for Hajj. Absolutely nobody. If Allah hasn't invited them to go. So it's an invitation. Mm -hmm. And if you get the invitation, you cannot do it on your own if it's not with the help of Allah Ta'ala. Allahu Akbar. And then when you get there, Jamil, you've got to pay for your food, you've got to pay for your your, your place where you stay. But to go into the haram of Makkah, you don't pay a penny. <laughs> to make tawaf on that Kaaba, you don't pay a penny. To stand and look at that Kaaba and to just make some dikat, you don't pay a penny. To drink of that zamzam, you don't pay a penny. To walk between Safa and Marwa, you don't pay a penny. To stand in Salah in front of that Kaaba, facing that Qibla, you don't pay a penny. Being there to be able to make value of that ibadah, to see that you get to the quality of obtaining through the haram of Makkah, through the Kaaba, that Hajj Magbula Mabrur, you don't pay a penny. You've been taken to Mina, to Muzdalifa, to Arafah, to perform that ibadah, to be at the building of the Jamarat. You do all those things, you don't pay a single penny there. 
It's all being given to you as a gift. You don't really pay anything. What you pay for your trip to Makkah, you trip back, back. you're placed where you stay, and you're eating and you're drinking, and the things that you buy for yourself that you take back home, you pay for that. But for the Hajj, Allah's invited Allah us, Allah, Allah brings Allah us there, Allah and He makes us everything is free for us. Allah Akbar. May Allah grant us to be people of total appreciation. Amen. And we ask our Hujaj, like Allah says, لِيَشْهَدُوا مَنَا فِعَلَهُمْ I want you to be witness, to testify, to be cognizant, to be aware, to be open eyes and see my many, many favors that I give you. How much have I given you? Of everything around you, reflect and understand who is the one that has brought you here, who has granted you all this. And wasn't it for Allah, you might not have been received this gift. May Allah protect them. There's many Amen. out there. There's many Amen. out there, Jamil, who might never, or haven't ever, lived much older than you and me, but wasn't given this gift. Ya Rabb. May Allah protect them. May Allah grant all of us khair and barakah. And of all of hujaj, we beg of them. May Allah grant you hajj makbul and mabrur. Please, go your, the extra mile. Now, the extra million miles. And break your backs in total. Don't break your bones. Break your backs to pieces. Able to obtain Hajj Makbur and Mabrur, and believe you me, the whole world out there, the monks, Muslim Ummah, are making dua for one thing they want of you Allah grant you Hajj Makbur and Mabrur. And we wish for you the very, very same. Believe you me, like we know that you will be making dua for us. That is our dua that we're gonna make for you. If you ask us, may Allah grant you health, we ask Allah, or Allah grant them whatever is the needs that they need best. That that is so. If Allah is not gonna grant you health, don't worry. But uh, don't, don't, don't actually come back with having not obtained Hajj Makbul Mabrur. And please make that your focus and work at that and beg that Allah grant you that, inshaAllah. Wa sallallahu ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sallam. Shukran. We say shukran very much to Sheikh Ibrahim Abrams. As Sheikh said, Allah willing, Sheikh will be back next week with the last part of Journey to Hajj. And we look forward to that. Those of you perhaps who want recordings of uh, the lectures that Sheikh has had here by the radio station, you can have that. Sheikh, also the Hajj class, I'm assuming that now starts. That's also coming to an end. Also wrapping up. (laughs) (laughs) Sheikh, once more, it's been a pleasure, privilege being in your company. We look forward to your visit next week, inshallah. We say to you, wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Shukran wa alaikum wassalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Well, just before we leave, I need to share a couple of reminders with you. Now, remember, Ikhsan Higgins and Faisal Badi, the two attorneys, they will be offering free of charge between 10 and 12 noon at the Boerkaap Civic this Sunday advice. They first said to the ladies, it is Women's Month, and then uh, they said, well, anybody else can come along. Whatever legal problem you have and you need advice, it's going to be absolutely free, so make use of it. And then also not forgetting, tomorrow night we will have the uh, maths revision program. I said to young students, if you want to join us in the studio, be my guest. And come in here, sit and see how um, Faldi Tregoning and Mark the Freitas go about unraveling those uh, maths queries and questions. Uh, who knows, you could even walk away with a liquor calculator. All you've got to do, leave, give us a call on 21 That's 44 Just your name, your contact number, telling us that you will be present here tomorrow evening, inshallah. Shalom. Rashida, that's it. That's, that's a wrap. That's a wrap from us. Uh, uh, from my side, Rashida Abrams, I beg you, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And from me, Jamil, back with you tomorrow evening, inshallah, with another edition of Talking Point. Until then, we say to you, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. A lekker aunt and almal.